Hey everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the Creative Devotion Podcast. Really good to have you. I want to talk about winter well-being plans today. I recorded a similar episode more specifically around livelihoods over on the Embodied Business Podcast this morning. So maybe that will be helpful too, even though there is a small bit of overlap as well. A short short announcement before I get into things, I'm offering a five-day creative retreat over New Year's Eve this year over on the Making app. It's $90 for the five days. I think it'll be lots of fun. It's a much more introvert-friendly and stressless way than uh, going out-out would be, I think at least to me, and I would love to have you there. I'll link to that in the show notes. You need a making app account to sign up, but I think that's so worth it. It just takes a minute. It's a beautiful space, a really great alternative to other social media. Um, Yeah, just really encouraging and inspiring. So it'd be great to see you there. You can connect with me. My username is at Magdalena. All right, so winter well-being plans. Hmm. I think something that felt important to me this year was really to take stock of the last few years and to think about what the holidays mean to me at this stage. I have never been a massive Christmas or New Year's Eve person, but it's been part of my family traditions and this year um, would be the first year that I would be technically able to go home for Christmas, but I've decided to stay here in Scotland and I'm going to see my family in mid-December. Having been on my own for three Christmases in the last few years, I just kind of realized that it's not about the day as such. I'm not a Christian either, so there's questions about, you know, what my relationship to that holiday actually is. And I'm also just still really careful about COVID. I had it in the summer. I really want to avoid in any way I can getting it again in the winter and so I'm really careful and intentional with the risk that I am taking and I figured that going a little bit earlier would just means that I won't be traveling when everyone is traveling and maybe it will just be a little bit less stressful so that feels good but it also makes me think about what I'll do for the actual holidays and I think to me the solstice is actually almost more meaningful than Christmas. That's a time where I really want to welcome the light coming back. I want to go to the beach, see the sunrise there, be in that deep, dark, dreamy space of winter and um, just rest, basically. So yeah, maybe taking a moment to think about what these holidays mean to you and what you really want from them could be nice, as could uh, checking with your loved ones to see what they really want how they feel maybe differently now that we've been through all these different things we've been through and yeah I'm just approaching the holidays kind of with no specific specific expectations feels good rather than you know assuming that this is how you do it this is how it's always been just being really open and asking people what they want and to see if there's an overlap and what we could do together in that space. I'm also budgeting in air quotes for quite a bit of grief coming up. It'll be the first anniversary of my friend dying and I can already feel that in my bones. Um, I miss them so much and I really want to make space for tears to come and you know conversations with friends who miss them too. Maybe some little ritual, maybe a little bit more of a memorial visiting the tree that we planted at the beginning of the year, that kind of stuff. And I guess, you know, we all have our own 
griefs and um, I think that autumn and, and the holidays naturally just kind of lead us to think about our place in the world, the things that we've lost over the last few years, um, maybe the complexities in the relationships that we have with our families and isn't it just a nice thing to be aware of that and to kind of, you know, like I said, budget for it if you can. It makes me think also about clearing space. So <clears throat> obviously we're all in different situations when it comes to work, but if you can, maybe there's a way to kind of slow down a little bit and put some boundaries in place. Maybe scale back things that you don't necessarily need to do, um, that you usually do because you're awesome, but you know, I'm, I'm looking at my livelihood, for example, and over the holidays for about a month, I'm going to take a step back from uh, doing interviews for the podcast. I am scaling back my teaching. I'm not doing any one-on-one -on -one web design or tech support work. And I'm excited for that. I know it's a good investment in my business and in my well-being. And I know that the dreams I have in that kind of space are really beautiful and often give me lots of ideas for the year to come. I'm also thinking about how I actually want to enter January and that's a big part of the reason why I'm offering the five-day retreat is because I I don't love the pressure that New Year's Eve can bring up. I don't want to feel that I need to change anything about who I am at the beginning of January or make any big unsustainable commitments. I just want to start the year as I mean to go on in a really creative way in a cozy space with people working on projects that really mean something to me um, without getting stressed out about them. I'm really nesting a lot. I'm thinking about my home. I have uh, rearranged my furniture recently to kind of get more daylight, to be honest. So my sofa is now in a spot that just gets more daylight and that's that makes a lot of sense in winter in Scotland. I also have a lot of candles and most importantly, I have really easy craft projects. So I have a bunch of linens that are really easy to embroider, for example. I have a bunch of printmaking projects I would like to get into. Nothing really big or nothing really that I've never done before. So I'm trying to be realistic with my energy, the amount of daylight I have, um, the time that I have and... Just make sure that I have things at hand that are like super easy to reach on a day where I want to do something creative, but I don't want to like surge under my bed for this one pen that I'm missing. I just need really easy access to my things, basically. In the UK, we're also preparing for blackout, sadly. And um, I don't know if that's true where you are, but for me, it does feel a little bit scary if I'm really honest. Um... When I had my accident um, almost two years ago now, there was a time where I came back from hospital and we were still in deep lockdown. It was really hard to get um, like a delivery slot for groceries. So I had to budget so carefully with my food and <clears throat> kind of mostly eat tins stuff basically. And it really made me realize how primal it can feel and how anxiety inducing it can be when you feel cold or hungry and it's just difficult to meet those needs or there's a lot of logistics that go into that and hopefully it won't even come to that but I'm someone who really loves preparing that's my how my anxiety works I know that about myself so I'm just trying to really think gently and calmly about a worst case scenario which would be something like being without power for up to five days 
Um, so I have candles, I have um, blankets, I have uh, extra warm long underwear, like heat tech, I think it's called. I have jumpers for the dogs so that they don't get that cold. I've talked to friends who, had f who have fireplaces to see if in emergencies we could stay with them. Um, I have lots of uh, food that can be enjoyed cold. Um, what else? I have lots of bottled water. <laughs> so, so yeah, I didn't think that that's something I would ever really worry about. But here we are. I would rather, you know, just have these things than panic when the time comes. I'm also checking in with people about what they want and need and that might be like now might be a really good time for all of us to do that in a way to check in with loved ones and be like hey if things get really hard this winter if your mental health struggles um uh, if your mental health suffers if you need anything specific like what might that be like for you and can we maybe already have such discussions or put things in place that would feel supportive for everyone involved I also have really loved my library this year and um, that's something I've had been meaning to do for ages like we in the UK have an app that you can sign up for and then you get a code from your local library and they let you um, download audiobooks so even if you can't get to the library that might still be a really nice way of kind of put beautiful resources for free in place for yourself. Speaking about content and free stuff, I'm, I'm aware that many people over the years have taken many different online classes and I mean obviously I also sometimes struggle with shiny object syndrome where I just see something and I just want to learn it and try it out but this winter I want to make it a practice of kind of revisiting stuff that has been meaningful to me. So I have a list of all the different online courses I have ever had access to or still have access to and I'm just kind of once a year checking back in on that and asking myself, like, do I really need anything else or which of these things do I maybe just want to revisit this year, see how they maybe learn differently or what else could I learn from that course? And then also I really want to have a space ready where I gather my dreams. And so that could be a dream journal or just your normal journal or a practice of checking in with friends to talk about dreams maybe you're already recording yourself um, about your dreams in the morning as you wake up but I just think like this dark time can just feel more gentle and meaningful if we really pay attention to the beautiful aspects of it and to me that is definitely this dreamy aspect and the quiet and the peaceful times um, the fact that it's getting darker means I'm lighting candles more I'm just inside more I mean, I am, I am inside a lot of the year, all year round, but still, you know, it's a slightly different quality to it. And in some ways, I actually really appreciate that. So that's my little waffle. I um, hope that this has maybe given you something to think about. Just hope that wherever you are in your life, in your practice right now, you're meeting yourself with gentleness, that you maybe have some support and resources that you can put in, your, in place for yourself and yeah, maybe I'll see you for the creative retreat. That would be wonderful. Thank you so much for listening.